Riverside. Hello and welcome back to The Sad Fan, where we talk about the good, the bad, and everything that made you sad. And what a week of football. We had blowout wins, blowout losses, and I'm just talking about college football and not the Miami Dolphins. Now, right off the top, I've got to tell you, Cowboys fans, you guys are the worst. You're just the worst. <laughs> Cowboys fans are the worst. And I didn't know that Trayvon Diggs mattered so much to that Cowboys team, but my God, Josh Dobbs carved you up. And <laughs> and then, Wes, what were they screaming when they lost? What were they calling the game? Oh, you were like, trap game! It's a trap oh. game! That's not, that's not what a trap game is, guys! <laughs> Not I don't know tra- if I call Arizona the worst team, though. Well, who, There's worse okay. teams than Arizona. <laughs> okay, all right. Is it? Could it be the team that caused the fan to spit out his dentures while he was yelling because they were so terrible up in New York? Could it be that team? Uh, I think Zach it's the Wilson. team that lost by 50 points. But Zach Wilson may be great at mom scandals, but he is not great at playing quarterback. And what were you saying, Wes? What are they going to do with him? I said they're sticking with him. They they emphatically said he's our quarterback. Do, do you think there's a deeper issue there? Do you think it's just that they don't want to hurt Aaron Rodgers' feelings, maybe? I think it's they don't have a choice. <laughs> they got choices. They could go get, get a quarterback off the heap. Well, Matt Ryan has come out and said there's no way he's leaving the CBS booth for the New York Jets. Did you see that? Oh, I don't blame him. He's making more money and he doesn't have to deal with that crap anymore. Not getting hit. He's like, I don't have to get hit. Yeah. But uh, let's go back to this. What's the definition of a trap game? Well, a trap game is essentially overlooking the opponent that is in front of you because you have a very difficult game coming up the week following. Or, as you pointed out, Wes, coming off of a high of beating a very good opponent and then not putting the opponent you're about to play on the proper scale or taking them properly serious. Wes, yeah. didn't they just play before the Cardinals? It was the New York Jets, Wes. They played That's the right. New York yeah. Jets, right? That's such a difficult team, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> what a tough go of things. Clearly, as we just discussed five seconds ago, an amazing quarterback situation in New York, right? And then, Wes, who did they play next week? Patriots. Oh, that is the tough team they're talking about, right? The Bell. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You got Tom Brady? Oh, wait. No, sorry. (laughs) This isn't Belichick five years ago. (laughs) The Patriots are terrible. They're not a good football team. So the only tough game game the Cowboys have coming up is San Francisco week five. You just got your ass kicked. That's all that happened. The Patriots would be a trap game. Yeah. The Patriots would be a trap game. Yeah, everyone overreacted week one after, what was it, 40-0 to zero against the Giants? I yeah, think? and their defense is good. Like, their defense yeah. is good, but Dak Prescott's still your quarterback. Dak Prescott's going to Dak Prescott. Every single time. Like, he's still your quarterback. He He's still not able to get the ball to the receivers, right? Mike McCarthy's still your coach. Mike McCarthy sucks. I'm tired <laughs> of saying, like, he provides you stability. No, 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 don't. He had Aaron Rodgers, and he won one Super Bowl. He he had a stacked roster in Green Bay for a while with that. Defense. He was also playing against freaking primetime Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll, and then Tom Brady. Okay, Seahawks fan. Anyway, he had <laughs> a stacked defense. 
Aaron Rodgers, who even Tom Brady says was better than him, right? Mike McCarthy is a terrible, terrible, terrible coach. He's not a good coach, just like Josh McDaniels. And now all the Raiders fans are coming to my side out of the woodwork. Enough of give it time. You're just not a real fan. Now you all want him fired? just like last year, but over the summer, <laughs> you all seem to like worship at the altar of Josh over the summer. And I was a jerk because I said he's making bad personnel decisions because he's just signing Patriots. <laughs> you guys got your asses kicked by the Steelers. This fan base and the reporters that report on it, just, they're either a bunch of homers or they have no idea what they're talking about. Like everyone said, oh, be patient. There's a plan in place. There's a pl-. Yeah, the, you know what the plan is? To Bob. They're terrible. This this plan is to either be terrible until they can get a quarterback because Jimmy Garoppolo was it three interceptions, three he, interceptions last week. I don't know, but he's in concussion protocol now. So yeah, I don't, let me cry for him. All right. Yeah. Anyway, that was a bad thing. I shouldn't have said that. It's very serious that he has a concussion. But like <laughs> enough. He shouldn't even be on the field. It's he only week be... three. You're overreacting, Fry. No, I'm I'm right. Is what's going on, and I'm, I'm reveling in it. I'm reveling in it. Like, I'm a Raiders fan that can admit the truth. Like, you're just telling me to relax because you picked them to go to the playoffs because you're dumb. All right? I didn't pick them to go to the playoffs. Yes, you did. You said you think they're going to sneak into the playoffs. Now, no, now, that was a joke because they got the Chiefs and the Chargers in front of them. Now, you Sorry, did say in our money. NFL season preview, you switched your tune. You changed your tune and said, I see it as the Broncos and the Raiders at the bottom of the barrel. So you did change your tune. But over the summer, you kept telling me I'm overreacting. They're going to, you know, you could see them finishing 9-8, and 10-7, right? No, they're bad. And it's not just that they're bad. Patrick Graham is just an awful defensive coordinator. I literally, every, every day, I find myself tweeting, has anyone just figured out that all you have to do to beat a Patrick Graham defense is throw to the middle of the field? Because there's no one in the middle of the field ever. Like everyone in the I middle mean, of the field I, is wide open. I mean, you guys only let them score twenty three points. We only let Kenny Pickett score twenty three points. Well, now I feel better. <laughs> what does that mean? It's, it's, it's <laughs> Kenny Pickett. It's Kenny Pickett. Like who? Who is that? That's not a person. That's a meme of a quarterback. This... Kenny Pickett's a real life person, okay? And he has feelings, <laughs> and you just hurt them. All right, he's going to be a quarterback in the NFL for about as long as Mitchell Trubisky was. Who, coincidentally, coincidentally, Mitchell Trubisky outplayed Justin Fields in the last 27 games. And no one wants to talk about how they were all wrong as they Trubisky were. Trubisky was bad. <laughs> so Justin Fields bad. is bad. And I did, did I not say it all last year, Wes? When everybody's like all <laughs> Justin over Justin Fields. Justin Fields can run, okay. He can't. He's a great running back. Very Tebow esque. Very. I didn't get to it last week, but it reminds me of Tebow, man. He could. He could run around. He's a lot more athletic than Tebow. So please, they're not letting him do that this year. No, they're not letting him do anything. But also, he blamed the coaches and then went out there and played in front of Taylor Swift of all people. Like he's not being coached. Would they get beat forty-one to seven? Yeah, forty-one to seven. It was bad. They got dragged. They were beat so bad that Patrick Mahomes threw Travis Kelsey a courtesy touchdown. Yeah. Okay. Just to make his girlfriend impressed. Just to impress his girlfriend. So so we talk about all of this, and we haven't even gotten to the fun game of the weekend because 
the Raiders are terrible, and finally all the fans are accepting it, and we'll see what happens with Josh McDaniels if he's able to stick around or live through this and Ziegler. Ziegler should have been fired a long time ago. It's very clear that guy does not know how to make personnel decisions. Can I just get a competent GM? Can I, no. have a, can I not have Mike Mayock uh, being puppeteered no. by John Gruden? Can I not have Ziegler that's just like, well, a Patriot way. Let's just sign a bunch of Patriots. This or idiot. All right. Can can we get You don't get to be happy. Yeah, ever. Ever. No. Because I and I don't think Mark Davis doesn't want to win. <laughs> I think he wants to win because he is spending money, right? But he's just hiring all the worst people. I didn't think you could you could quote me. You you know this. I didn't think Josh McDaniels was a bad hire. I gave him about eight weeks and I'm like, I'm done. He's a bad coach. I gave him eight weeks. And that's like, I gave over. him zero weeks. They should have stuck with Bisaccia. Yeah, but well, I mean, you you didn't like him in Denver or after Denver. You were like, he's bad. He's not good. No, and you were right. Terrible. He won six games and then almost never won again. He's gonna be bad again this year. This team is terrible. He's gonna be gone after this year. I hope so because I don't I don't see a world where they can win. Michael Mayer looks like a bust. I was very happy with that pick after trading Darren Waller. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't like the Tyree Wilson pick. And, I, and I'm right about that, as he's he's had 55 snaps and I think one QB pressure, right? I didn't like that pick. I thought it was a bad pick. I think he's too slow at the NFL level when quarterbacks get the ball out of their hands on an average of 3.5 seconds. He's just he he can't stop the run. He has he's a big guy that appears to be very strong but can't get a push, which is perplexing. And I I just this these this front office doesn't know what they're doing. They can't put together a team. I want I want Seattle's front office because there's no reason that Seattle should be good, but they are good. We had one rebuilding year. They they have a, they have they have no business being good back to back years. And here's the thing. And here's why I say that that offense. I'm I, I'm aware. I watch ball. That offense is phenomenally put together. Like Kenneth Walker, great find. DJ Dallas, great backup. Geno Smith, we'll see. All right, but DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Jackson Smith and Jigba, Noah Font. That offense is a good offense, but name a it defensive is. player. Don't Bobby say Jamal Wagner. Adams. Bobby he's Wagner. Not, he's not on their team anymore. Yeah, he is. He came back? Yeah, he came back for this year. Wait, Bobby Wagner's back? Yeah, you didn't so know that? He went to the Rams last year and came back. No, you got me. You stumped me. I did not know that. Yeah, this is like uh this is like his reunion tour before he retires. Gee whiz. How are they good? But anyway, you got me, Wes. Goff, last week, Goff faked it, or he tossed it. He took the snap, and then he tossed it real quick, and then he stood mm-hmm. like this, and he had his back to the defense. So he uh, stood as if he was going to throw, faking a pass. Remember, we have yeah. listeners. And then it was like six <laughs> seconds later, like literally five, six seconds later, and then he just gets tackled. <laughs> and By then the me. guy, like, celebrates. By who? Who was the player? I can't <laughs> remember his name, like you said. <laughs> All right, so when Wes looks up that player, we've done all of this conversation. It's funny, and I'm going to look up that clip. So I did not see that clip, but I'm very interested in it. So send I just warned you posted that in the thing. Post, post it in the chat. No, I think I may have posted Zach Wilson just falling down. Like, <laughs> he didn't get sacked by anybody, he didn't get touched by anybody. And I, I, I didn't want to I post it because it seemed too mean because someone posted Zach Wilson just got sacked by, Twiz- <laughs> or by a Manti Teo's girlfriend. And I was like, that and was mean. <laughs> it was the same guy who last year, after we intercept or yeah, we intercepted it, he ran on the field. 
because he thought I think oh, he was thinking it's was like college. I don't know who this is, by the way. You keep saying some guy. I need to know who the player is. But... Yeah, it was like it was college, and because in college, once you're on the ground, it's done. But nobody touched him, so he like ran onto the field to celebrate, and they just started he, throwing he just... blocks. I was in the Netherlands, and I was teasing you about how your team had 12 men on the <laughs> field during the interception return. Now we've done all this talking, and as Wes looks up who this player is, we oh, Darrell even... Taylor. Darrell Taylor. Okay, we haven't even talked about. The most exciting, most explosive, most electrifying team from this weekend, which was the Miami Dolphins. And wow. Wait, can can I just say, Russell Wilson sucks, okay? How do you expect to win a game if you can't put up 71 points as the quarterback? <laughs> Boy, that is not a that is not a match made in heaven, is it? With Russell Wilson, I think he's making like guaranteed two hundred thirty-six million dollars over the next four years. Yeah, Bob can't even put up seventy-one points. Sean Payton's making eighteen million dollars a year, or around eighteen million dollars a year. And it's just, I think, what was it? The first time since like nineteen sixty that like 68? a team scored seventy plus points. I think it was sixty-eight. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. It was crazy. Yeah, I. Wes, how many touchdowns? I did the I, I was doing score? a tough mutter, and so yeah. I turned on my phone, and I was like, I was like, "Is this a college score?" I was like, "Wait, what?" what the Dolphins. <laughs> what? Wes, did you see how many touchdowns their running backs scored? Just their running backs. No, I didn't. Eight. <laughs> Raheem Mozart and A Chain scored eight touchdowns. Okay, Tua I bet only. you were wishing Tua had more of those touchdowns. Well, I have Raheem Mostert as well. <laughs> so I was Jeez. like, spread the love, baby. Spread the love. That's ridiculous. Now, Tua put up, I think, almost 400 yards, like 350 yards, somewhere in that neighborhood. But the team couldn't be stopped at all. And here's the thing, Denver Broncos fans. Every time I get asked. Who's your biggest rival? Is it the Chiefs? No, I know Patrick Mahomes is good. I could care less about the Chiefs. They're, they're good. I like to beat them because they're so good. But you know who I hate? I hate the Denver Donkeys. I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. I hate them. And it's not just because of the team. It's not just because they won two Super Bowls and they get, you know, to be spoiled with Peyton Manning and John Elway and I get Jimmy Garoppolo. All right? It's, it's not because of that. It's because their fans are so damn Do you want Russell irritating. Wilson? Their fans are so damn irritating, right? Because every damn year in the in the AFC West, oh, the Broncos are going to be the, the hidden best team. They're the team that no one's talking about. And every year I'm like, they finish they finish 9-8 every year. They're the yeah. sleeper. They, they finish 9-8 and eight every year. They're I mean, so do you want to be the franchise that has Russell Wilson and Tim Tebow? <laughs> no. No, but that, that's nice to pick those two out, right? Uh, Paxton Lynch. <laughs> Without, But without John Elway and Peyton Manning, look at their record. The team is bad, right? When they had Brian Greasy, bad. When they had Jake Plummer, bad. They, they were just playing. They were beating up on a bad division at the time. The team is not good. And you guys want to say they're good every year. They're not good unless they have John Elway or Peyton Manning at quarterback. And that's just the way it is. And you know what? Justin Fields can't play in front of pop stars. We found that out this week. Because... <laughs> 
his team put up one touchdown. As I'm I so tired of hearing about Taylor Swift. <laughs> be careful, man. The Swifties will be in your mentions if you are not careful. Bring yeah. it on, Swifties. <laughs> I'm not afraid of you. You little teeny boppers. <laughs> you, you will not scare me. They're mean, dude. Be careful. <laughs> They're not nice. <laughs> if you're going to bully on social media. Wes, if you wrong them, you are never, ever, ever getting back together. All right. <laughs> oh, you're no. going to be wishing you were 22. Now, your favorite college football team, your your heart and soul, the one you say, you always tell us, this is the team you actually love and care about. This is the team you live and die with. They went yes. out there and put it on Colorado. <laughs> they did. This was one of the most complete games I've ever seen them play. Mm-hmm. Um, they pretty much shut out. They skunked Colorado, except for a, a garbage time touchdown against our backups. But this ranked team who beat Nebraska, TCU, barely scraped by against Colorado State. Yeah. They're better. Yeah. They're better than they were last year. They're going to make a bowl game. And Prime's on to something, but they're not amazing this year. Mm-hmm. And bad. Oregon just flat out kicked their ass. They're not bad. Let me be careful. They have really good players. No. Yeah. They they do have not, good players. They're not playing in the MAC. Okay. No. They're playing in the pack. And I they're understand. They're going to win six games this year. And I understand that the pack's going to be dissolved, right? I get it. It's done. And no one's having more fun with it than Washington State. Okay, Washington State is having so much fun right now (laughs) with their social media team and that this division is going to be dissolved. But when you play against the team, and I sent you this, when you play against a team that actually recruits and has a recruiting advantage and has a history of being a good recruiting team, they're going to lose because they're too small in the trenches. They got bullied. Bullied. All right? I think in the I think at the end of the first half, they had negative 40 rushing yards. Yeah, it was pathetic. I mean, some of that was sacks, but they still couldn't get anything going on the ground. No. Nothing. No. And people were like, well, what if they had Travis Hunter? They would still lose. Yeah. They would still still look about the same. Okay. They might have got a touchdown, maybe. Yeah, their defense was exposed. They were bullied again. And Oregon's not even a team that's going to bully you in the trenches. Right, they're a high-flying, almost air raid style offense. Not That's changed recently, raid. though. They're not. Ever since style. we, ever since we went to Mario Cristobal, though, we started recruiting bigger boys. We started yeah, looking well, at those not... boys from the Midwest. Mario Cristobal was there for two years. Yeah, but he changed the culture, though, in terms of who we recruit on the lines. Shut up. Two years. <laughs> okay. And Dan you know Lanning's changed... doing it now. You know who changed the culture of who you recruited? Phil Knight. <laughs> <laughs> but but you're not wrong. They do have big boys on the line. They do, right? And and who wouldn't want to go to Oregon where they have a masseuse in the locker room? And, <laughs> right? Yeah, they have like the they have a barber in their locker room as well, I think. Like Uncle Phil takes care of Oregon. Oh yeah. Now it's a five star resort. <laughs> when they and what's what was funnier about this, Wes, to me, what was funnier about this to me was that throughout the whole game, the whole game. Coming up on Fox Football Sunday, what could be the game of the year between USC and Colorado? Through the whole Oregon game, 
and through all of NFL Sunday, they're playing that trailer, and like they come back to the Colorado Oregon game, and it's forty zero. So here's the thing, though, that might actually be a really good game because I'm not sure if you saw the USC stat line. They barely beat Arizona State, which is probably the worst team in the Pac-12. It's definitely not Washington State. Like I said, Washington State's having a field day. So USC struggled. Their defense is terrible. Well, if you're a Cowboys fan, it was probably a trap game. <laughs> but they won that game. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm I'm not as worried about USC, but Oregon, Washington, October 14th, that's going to be a bloodbath. And yeah, I'm nervous as hell for that game. It's coming up. I mean, it's, I, I I can. What is this going to be a game where we see, you know, fifteen hundred passing yards? Both quarterbacks are really there. good. Like, are you fun. finally coming around on Bo Nix? No, I hate Bo Nix. But he's he, <laughs> I bro, Bo he's got his AARP card in college. I hate like, Bo Nix. How dare he take advantage of the COVID year to play <laughs> an extra year? I hate Bo Nix. The COVID year, the master's degree transfer year, the Thanos year. Like whatever that dude is that that dude is thirty nine years old playing college football. He's twenty three. <laughs> so he started so as a true freshman. This is his fifth year starting. He did, get over it. This is his fifth year starting. It's such a funny sentence. Uh, I think he has another year of eligibility. Tom Brady started for thirty years. <laughs> doesn't he have another year of eligibility too? No, he's Bonus. done after this year. He's done after this year. No, I don't. I don't think Bonix is a good quarterback. I think he is in an ideal system. I think he's in a great situation in Oregon. I think Oregon takes care of its football team. You're gonna laugh in your players. face when he dominates the NFL next year alongside Justin Herbert. Alongside <laughs> Justin Herbert. Well, anyway, Justin Herbert one and two barely because let's talk about that for a second. Brandon Staley, with like one minute left in the game, goes for it on fourth and one. <laughs> And almost gave the game to the to Vikings because it was like I think on his own thirty yard line. We're talking about Brandon Steele here, okay? Not Justin Herbert. Brandon Steele is an idiot. I think we've established that he should be fired. He should be canned. He does not deserve Justin Herbert. He does not deserve the Chargers. I threw in our game day chat. I just put like lots of laughter. Right? <laughs> I said I don't even care if they win. This is the dumbest coach in the world next to Josh McDaniels. <laughs> like, what the, what do we, all he had to do was put it away. There was like a minute left. And instead, if if the Vikings weren't so incompetent and inept on offense, like they would have won that game. They should have won that game. Right? And you're starting to look very smart, by the way, sir. Do you know why? Why, why would I follow up the Vikings commentary with that? You got me there, big guy. You called the Lions to win the NFC North. And Chelsea yeah. and I laughed at you and said, no, get out of here. Like, they're good this year. I'm not saying they're not good, but the Vikings are too stacked. And you're like, no, I think they're going to do it. Vikings are overrated. It's Kirk freaking Cousins. You can't rely on Kirk Cousins to win anything. Maybe I was poisoned by the show quarterback. Maybe that's what got me. <laughs> After I watched that show on Netflix, I was like, no, it was better than I thought. Nope, I should have just stuck with my gut. Just like... Notre Dame shouldn't have stuck with their gut in the they final let, minutes of the Ohio they State They blew game. that game. They so, blew so that did, game. Wes, elaborate for the audience. How did they blow that game? What was the exact last couple plays where they blew the game? What did they do wrong? I'm old, okay? I'm <laughs> Alzheimer's. Ten men on the field. The oh, yeah, that's right. The game. <laughs> yeah, the last two plays at the goal line. Ten <laughs> guys on the field. Two plays in a row. 
How do you do that? Who does that? <laughs> Marcus Freeman, you're a head coach. You should be fired for that. That is a fireable. He said he noticed it the second time they did it, but he didn't want to give up the half yard. So instead, he gave up the game. <laughs> and you know what that is, Wes? I'm going to tell you what that is coming from the locker room. That is coach speak for. I don't know whose fault it is. I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus. But wait till we get in this locker room. Some stuff's going to get found out in just a second. Because I think Al Golden may have bleeped me. I think Al Golden may have screwed this up. Because, wow. Wow. That's bad. Now you know On the one-yard line. On the one-yard line. It is also bad that Ohio State jumps up to number four after that game. And I don't know if you no. saw this, Wes, because you were doing your little racy race. But... Did you see Ryan Day, the head coach of Ohio State, called Afterwards? out 86-year-old 80, Lou Holtz? No, I didn't see that. I heard him getting all hyped up after the game. I was like, bro, you barely won. You shouldn't have he won. Why are you getting all Lou hyped Holtz. up? He called out 86-year-old Lou Holtz. He said, you know what I want to know? I want to know where Lou Holtz is right now. Oh, big tough guy. It's Ohio State against the world. It's always been Ohio State against the world. That's Rudy. Come at me, Rudy. Do you know where Ryan Day is from? New Hampshire. New Hampshire. He's not from Ohio. (laughs) I could have told you that. It's always been Ohio State against the world. You're just Urban Meyer's proxy, Ryan Day. All right? (laughs) That's all you are. All right? You're not good. He's got Urban Meyer in his headset. You've been you've been unimpressive since you took over Ohio State. Sorry, you play against it's only a bunch a of, of time. Like you you play against Purdue, Indiana, Illinois, and you beat up on these teams. And you should have lost to Notre Dame if they had a common. And you lost two straight to Michigan. And you're gonna lose again to Michigan. You got Probably. no quarterback. Well, you know, I I, I I am, by the end of the season, I'm hoping I'm not eating crow on C.J. Stroud because he looks really good right now. But 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 I was definitely correct about every other Ohio State quarterback that's ever come out. And we will see what happens with C.J. Stroud. I told you this was going to happen with Justin Fields. I told you this was going to happen. Now, you know what I couldn't have predicted, though, Wes? Texas what? A&M being terrible. Right. I think they beat Auburn this weekend, so good for them. But I also could have predicted them being so terrible that Jimbo Fisher has to make a tackle on a fumble recovery. <laughs> I don't I don't know what he was doing on the field. I think he was just getting hyped up over his offense. And then Auburn got a scoop and score. And as the guy was running it in the end zone, he just gets caught on the field and he's like, uh, I'm just going to stand here and hope no one notices that I'm on the field. So, so you lived in Linwood for a while, right? And that's kind of rurally. You got some woods. You ever have some deer in Linwood? No. You never saw no deer. deer up there, huh? I, mean, right. I saw I saw a couple. Like I've seen a couple around, but like not in the road. So, so have you ever seen a deer when you turn on your headlights? You ever see that? Yeah. Oh, I've seen that <laughs> when they do the. That was Jimbo Fisher. Was yeah. Jimbo... <laughs> he had, he was like, oh crap. Yeah, he just froze. I shouldn't be here right now. Oh, man. Jim, it was in that move. moment he knew he yeah. effed up. <laughs> just don't kill me. Just don't kill me, all right? Now, it, it was fun. We could talk about NFL and college football all day long. Congratulations. Well, I, I, your... I will say one more thing, though. So, currently, the 2024 Big Ten has the second 
fourth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth ranked team. Yeah, and they're all from the Pac-12. <laughs> Three of them are from the Pac-12. Three I'm, of them I'm are just, from the current I'm Big just, Ten. I'm just teasing. But the Big Ten next year is gonna be stacked. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna be the the new SEC. It looks like. Yeah, right? because uh, Alabama sucks, and they made Ole Miss boring, and <laughs> they almost lost to that game. Well, they should have lost that game if Nick Saban hadn't decided. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna drag this game right into the mud. They would have <laughs> lost, right? right? But. But Jackson Dart isn't a quarterback that can make anything happen for Ole Miss. And Lane Kiffin doesn't have any playmakers right now. But if he did, no. they should have lost that game. We're going to do this again next week. We're going to have some fun next week. But guess who's back? Guess who's back through the ocean from the depths of the sea? I don't care about the Kraken right now because the Mariners freaking suck. They can't win a game. They've lost four in a row against the Ra- or They lost three in a row against the Rangers. They just lost to the Astros, and now they're playing themselves out of the wild card race. Thanks a freaking lot for nothing, Mariners. You got me excited. I'm out of here. Wes is a real baseball fan, by the way. We Wes and I actually really love baseball, but both of our teams are really bad. <laughs> you won. You won like 14 games in a row in freaking September for what? For nothing. For mm. You gave us hope in August. There's still hope, right? How many games back are they of the Astros? One and a half now. And there's, what, four games left? They played two more games against the Astros and then four against the Rangers. So six games left. So there's still hope because the team they're behind, they play. They've got to beat the Astros. They've got an exciting young team. But I, I see what you're doing. You're 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 shutting your hopes down right now. So no matter what happens, you can be like you have low expectations. Season's done. Season's done. They they blew it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I'm I'm pulling for you because the Oakland A's blew it a long time ago. Twenty wins in August for nothing. Yeah. And and they're exciting. They're exciting young team. I hope they make it. I I we're in the WNBA semifinals. We'll get into that next week. The New York Liberty were stunned in Game One. So that was interesting to see. I know that last week Chelsea and I said we're on a crash course for New York versus Las Vegas. But after New York was done in game one, we'll see. Who knows what could happen? Just like who knows what could happen in the NFL? Because now the Cowboys, Cowboys fans actually do have a trap game. They have a real (laughs) trap game against the Patriots. And you know who else, like Nick Saban, likes making games boring? Bill Belichick. Oh, Bill yeah. Belichick. Bill Belichick loves to slow him down. <laughs> he loves making games boring. And you might just lose this game, too. And then all of a sudden, the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl are 2-2. Two and two. They're going to be 2-3 so- and three after San Francisco. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, that's right. San Francisco is a real good team. Thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. We love you guys. Remember, you can reach us at the Sad Fan Podcast Network on YouTube. You can reach us at the sad fan cast and you can reach me at the sad fan 12 on all of the things we appreciate you tuning in each and every week and please see us next week for wes's reaction to where the mariners rank in the playoff race hopefully they're in it still